together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians, chapter 5, from verse 18 to verse 25. St. Paul has been talking to the church in, that is new. It is a new church that he has founded, but it is a church that he has fallen in love with. And in many ways, he has allowed them to be the people led by the Spirit. And today he brings them into something of deeper treasures and deeper wealth. He says to them, if you are guided by the Spirit, you must realize that you are no longer under the law. And so the works that you do are not the works of the law, but the works of the Spirit. It is important to highlight that phrase because he wants to say to them, you are no longer doing things so that you must be seen by people. You are no longer doing things to please people. But deeply, you are no longer doing things just because it is expected of you to do it. You are now doing things because of your relationship with God. And this, for me, is important. That the things that we do, the, pr- the person that I am, the people that we become, we are not doing it. We've gone beyond the stage of doing it in order to please our parents, in order to please our friends, in order to please our children. We are doing it because we have reached a stage, a sense of maturity in our own lives to be that which we ought to be and to do that which is expected of us. That is important in every human growth. That I have reached such maturity that I'm now able to stand on my own and to be convinced of what I'm doing. And that physical maturity has also to be found in my spiritual maturity. That I go to God, not because I am in need of something, but because I am in love with him that I want to maintain my relationship with God, that I want to have a good relationship with God. It is important to realize that sense of maturity. And so we look into our lives and we look at the things that we do in our lives and we have to ask the question, why do I do that which I do? Why do I behave in the manner in which I behave? St. Paul then says, my life should no longer be guided by the works of the flesh. And he lists the things that he considers the things of the flesh. Obviously, those are sinful attitudes and sinful behaviors. Now, I need to ask myself, yes, I know that I'm a sinful person. I'm a person who has tried and who has failed many times. But What are the things that are preventing me from being the best me that I can ever be? What are the things that are preventing us as a family from reaching what we want for ourselves? Many people know what they want for themselves. They know what they want for their families. They know what they want for their marriages. But how do we do it? The how is sometimes important. So we know we have the idea but we do not know how to get from where we are to where we are supposed to be. And St. Paul wants to talk about that. 
And for St. Paul, the answer lies in the Spirit. He says the Holy Spirit will guide us through the journey. The Holy Spirit will direct our lives and we will eventually achieve that which God is inviting us to become. And so he says we need to have a movement. We need to have a shift. We need to move away from the things of the flesh and become people of the Spirit. How do we know that we are people of the Spirit? In Galatians chapter 5, he talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And these are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I need to ask myself, am I filled with love? Go back to that beautiful encyclical of uh, John Paul II and Benedict. Deus caritas est. God is love. And if I believe that God is love, and going to Corinthians chapter 13, that beautiful hymn of Paul, love is kind, love is patient, love forgives and accepts all things. How do I live my life with that principle? Am I a loving person? Have I accepted to love God with all that I am, with all that I have? Have I accepted to love myself as I am? Have I accepted to love the good and the not so good? Have I been able to accept myself with my past? Have I been able to fall in love with what God has given me? Go back to the beautiful encyclical that uh, Pope Francis has given us when he talks about creation, the beauty of creation, how God has created all things for our own good. How much love is there in my life, in my home, in my family, among my siblings, within my friends and community that I live with? The other question that I need to ask myself, I've always believed that as Christians, we are people of the Easter joy. We are people of the resurrection. How much joy do I have in my heart? I'm always reminded of Father Grant Emmanuel, who always says to us, as people of God, are we happy? Are we in love with God? And if we are in love with God, shouldn't we be happy? Shouldn't we be characterized as people of greatness, of people of great joy? And he says, if we say we are happy inside, then it has to be shown also in our faces. That sometimes our faces need to be reminded that, hey, I'm a happy person. Am I joyful? You know, fully alive, fully alive means I'm filled with joy. And that is the manifestation of God in my own life. Is there joy in being with me? Is there joy in being at home? Is there joy in being with my spouse? Is there joy in being around the people I work with? Joy is one of the greatest uh, fruits of the Spirit. So you know that this person is filled by the Spirit because they are always joyful. They are full of joy. They are full of love. Peace. It is an important thing. How many of us are longing for peace? How many of us will give anything so that they may have inner peace? 
The peace that allows me to accept who I am. The peace that allows me to accept the other person without wanting to change the other person. The peace within my family, in my marriage, in my home. There are people in families who just cannot cannot get along. They fight about smallest, tiniest things. And so they ask, we pray for the gift of peace. That the Lord may give me the peace to accept the things I cannot change. That the Lord may give me the peace to accept that I'm not in charge of tomorrow. That the Lord may give me the peace to accept that as things happen, sometimes I am not in charge of the events that take place in my life. And so, how much patience do I have? Am I patient with God? Am I patient with myself? Do I have patience for those who have failed me? Do I have patience for those who are struggling? One of the greatest things that I think we are asked to do is to have patience. Sometimes patience is a greatest act of love. If you love me, show me your patience. Show me how much you love me by the patience that you have for me in my own life. And that is what we are called to be. That is what we are called to become in our lives. And as we come closer to God, and as we come closer to the great of the Spirit, then we are seen as people who can be patient with each other, who can be patient with ourselves. There's quite a number of people who are struggling in being patient with themselves. How much kindness can I show to those who irritate me, whom I do not like, whom I do not love? And kindness is a sign, a trademark of being a good human person. Kindness with oneself, kindness with those around us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to pray with us and for us, and so that we may find God forever ready and willing to be with us, to bless and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.